0: Hello, we're so happy to be in your presence again today with the Word of God. God is a miracle worker. He's a blessing. He's an on-time God. I'm Pastor Isaac Hammond here at Neely, United Methodist Church at 1755, Thomas Depplett, Baton Rouge, Louisiana, 70802. And we're so happy to be in your presence today with the Word of God. And we hope that's something that we say today can help you recover from this pandemic, can help you as you live your life, can help you and your family move toward the higher calling that God has called for you to go. We're so happy to be part of the living. But there is a word for us today that's coming out of Philippians, the fourth chapter. To God be the glory, uh, God gave us commandments to help us live by. In the Old Testament, there are 613 total commandments. Um, Moses came along and God, with his own finger, wrote 10 commandments, the Decalogue. Put it on tablets for Moses to go down out of Mount Sinai and teach the people how to live holy and have a happy life. Jesus came along and he took that 10 And broke it to two laws. He said love the Lord God with all our soul, mind, heart and spirit. And then love your neighbor as yourself. Then Paul comes along. In Philippians 4th chapter. And he breaks it down to one. And in that letter that he wrote to the Philippian church. Letting them know. I have one more thing to tell you. It's almost like when somebody writes a letter, he puts, and P.S. Don't forget. That's what Paul did in Philippians 4th chapter. At the end of that chapter, you see where he wants to say one more thing. And in verse 8, he says, finally, brethren, almost like P.S. Whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest. Whatsoever things are just, and pure, and lovely, and of good report, if there be any virtue, and if there be any praise, think on these things. Those things will ye have both heard, learned, received, and seen in me, and the God of peace shall be with you. So in other words, what you've seen in the seasons that I've been with you, everything that you've been through and heard and uh, have talked about and learned from the past it made you a better person made you who you are today and Paul is saying everything that you did in the past in your relationship with God the heals, the roughs, the sicknesses and the trials and tribulations the heartache and pain don't forget about them because they're there to give you peace with God knowing what God can do And what he's done for you in your past will help you know what he can do for you in your future. And God has not changed. He's the same God yesterday, today, and forevermore. Then in verse 10 he says, But I rejoice in the Lord greatly, that thou at the last you have care of me, have flourished again, wherein you were also careful, but ye lacked opportunity. Not that I speak in respect of want, for I have learned in whatever state I am, therewith to be content. The church had helped him in Philippi, but it's been a season now where they haven't sent money to help Paul on his missionary trip. But Paul didn't get angry. He didn't get jealous. He didn't fuss and say, where, where y'all at? I need some help. You should be helping me. He said, wherever I find myself, I'm content that's the commandment, right? That I want to talk about today. Wherever you are, be content. When people let you down, give it over to God. When people are blessing you and praising you, give the glory over to God. Don't be shifted by what man says and what he does for you. Always remember that God is the one that's blessing you. And Paul teaches us a lesson in this scripture. Because if you keep on reading, he says, I know both how to abase, I know how to abound. In everywhere and in all things, I am instructed both to be full and to be hungry. Both to abound and to suffer need. Then verse 13, it says, I can do all things through Christ which strengthens me. So we have to remember It's God that's supplying our blessings. Be content and lean on God and let him fight your battles. Let him heal your body. Let him put food on your table. It's not you being able to learn new things that got you on that job. It's God. It's not you that's helping you um, go through school and get your education. It's God. It's not you eating right and eating um, a more Preserve diet, which is good, but ultimately it's God that's going to keep your health in perfect peace. Remember, you have to recognize where your blessing coming from. Too many times we put our blessings on our ability. What we're able to do, what we did in the past, but it was God that gave you to know the know-how, the ability, the opportunity, the resources to do what you're doing right now. Recognize where your blessing came. Paul realized where his blessing was coming from. It wasn't the people, because they was able to bless sometime, and sometime they weren't. But he would have to go back to working on tents, which was his profession even though he was doing the work of the Lord, but God still made a way. Recognize where your blessing is coming from. The second thing that you have to do after you recognize, you have to release. Paul could have got angry and said, uh, I can do all things to Christ who strengthens me. I don't need your help. You, I haven't seen you in two or three years. I, you haven't sent no money. You haven't helped me out in a long time. Uh, we have people in our lives Family members that when they need something, they come to us. But when we need something, we can't find them. We can't find them when it's time to pay us back, to give back what they've borrowed. Sometimes we have some opportunities in life to bless, but because we look at the past and see how that person operated in the last time you helped them, you're reluctant to do it what? Again. We have to release that. That old mentality. Release the grudges. Release the um, the hateful things of our life. Release it and let it go. People on a job act this way with you. A few years ago, tried to get you fired and tried to do all things just to for they could get ahead. Release it. Your blessing is not tied with them anyway. Your blessing is coming from God. Once you release it then you have to remain in it. Paul, after he forgave the churches for not supporting him, not checking on him like they should have, he remained working for the Lord. He remained steadfast, unmovable, always working for the kingdom of God. And God said, he came to his senses and said, I can do all things Through Christ who strengthens me. Whether my finances come from you. For you may be on bad times. Maybe my blessing may come from this way. Maybe I have to go out and work. And do it myself. But I can do all things. Who strengthens me. And he says a few scriptures later. But my God shall supply. All my need according to his riches, over in glory. Uh, In verse 18, when the church began to be able to help out more and help Paul on his missionary trips of spreading the gospel, he got word from a young man how blessed the church was, how it was doing what God called it to do. It had been 10 years since he um, had started this church in Philippi. He's getting old now. He's coming to his last part of his life. And when he hears how they are living for the Lord, praising God, working in the community, doing what God told him to do, he's happy. For it was God that supplied all of his needs. And when you look back over life, you can realize that it was nothing but God in your life, making a way out of no way. But you had to realize that I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. You may be in an opportunity part of your life in that season where you have some decisions to make. Should I take this new job next year? Should I move my family and go to another location? Should I start this business this year? Should I take that surgery in the beginning of the year and have my healing next year and move on? Maybe God may be calling you to ministry next year and begin, wants you to begin schooling this year to learn how to operate for Him. You don't know what God is doing for you in your life. All you have to do is just follow His word. but you have to recognize where your blessings are coming from and that's God. After you recognize where your blessing is coming from, release all attention and the heartache and the trust that you put in mankind. And forgive then remain steadfast in what God is doing for you in your life you have to recognize Jesus as your priest your king and your prophet as we get ready to celebrate this Christmas season of Jesus birth coming into a world lying in the manger but headed to the cross as we get ready to go through Thanksgiving being thankful unto God, recognizing where our blessing comes from. Now is the time to accept Jesus as your priest, your prophet, and king. If Jesus is your priest, that means he's your in-between man between you and God. He's the most holy priest there is. When you have your concerns, you can bring it over to Jesus. Jesus. Let him be that one that represents you in front of God. When your sins come up, let what Jesus did on the cross of Calvary cover your sin. Let his blood cover you today. The only way to the Father is through the Son, and only what you do for Christ will last. If you want access to the Father, you have to go through Jesus. He has to be your priest, your intercessor. The one that you depend on. The one you pray in his name. Then he has to be your prophet. In order for Jesus to be your prophet, you have to listen to what he says. That means you have to have a prayer life and let him speak to you. We have the Bible where we can hear the word of God. So many people don't want to hear what Jesus has to say because it does not line up with what they want. But you have to humble yourself and let Jesus work In your life. But he has to be your prophet. And some words from the prophet we don't like to hear. But is there to help us. Along the way. And then you have to let him be your king. You have to relinquish all of your power. And let him fight your battles. Let him put food on your table. Let him lead you in the right direction. By his Holy Spirit. Let him be the guide and your counselor. In times of life. You have to let Him be the ruler of your life. I'm going to say a prayer today. If you believe by faith, this is your opportunity to give your life to Christ. Maybe you haven't talked to God in a while and it's time to come on back home. Come back to Daddy. The one that will lead you forever. I'm going to say a prayer. If you believe, repeat this prayer along with me. Heavenly Father, I believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. I repent of my sins, the ones I did knowingly as well as unknowingly. I believe Jesus gave the Lord's Supper, then died on the cross of Calvary the next day on my behalf. They put him in a borrowed tomb, but early that Sunday morning, he got up with all power in his hand. Wash me. Cleanse me create in me a clean heart and renew a right spirit within me. Be my Lord and Savior, now and forever. Amen, amen, amen. We love you at Neely. We want you to be blessed. Stay encouraged. Follow us on Facebook and YouTube under Neely Church Ministries, N-E-E-L-Y, church ministries on Sunday at 11 a.m. and on Tuesdays at 7 p.m. We love you. Be blessed. Keep a smile on your face for that smile may be blessing somebody along the way. Be blessed, people of God.